Welcome to the Small Business Big Life Podcast. My name is Derek Van Ness, and I'm the lead wealth strategist and founder at Big Life Financial, where we use innovative tax and financial strategies to help business owners keep more of the money they make and be a whole lot smarter at growing it. We believe every person has something unique and valuable to bring to the world, but far too often money stops them from sharing those gifts. We're here to fix that problem by helping people get money out of the way so they can unleash their full potential on the world. Stick around to the end of the show, and I'll even reveal how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet. So let's get this thing started now. Well, welcome, 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 everybody. Derek Venice here on the Small Business Big Life podcast. Really, really excited about today's show. And today we're going to be talking to Coach David Verdu. As a lifelong educator and award-winning coach, David founded Way Beyond Measure out of a desire to positively impact the minds and hearts of students, teachers, families, and communities of this nation. Known as Coach Verdue to thousands of young people across the U.S., he's a charismatic and energetic speaker, author, singer, and has a knack for engaging his audience with a wide range of met- methods of presentation, including comedy, dramatic storytelling, we're going to get into some of that, engaging videos, and occasionally a little sleight of hand. His unique style is both inspirational and profoundly insightful, and his message of anti-bullying and character development leaves a lasting impression upon audiences of all ages and backgrounds. So I'm very excited to have you here with us, Coach David. Welcome. So um, just so we can kind of jump in here, and uh, as you know, and I kind of explained when we were speaking Coach, uh, do you prefer Coach or Coach David? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, Coach. Okay. So, Coach, um, as we jump right into this, I like to really just make sure that if somebody can only listen to part of the show or get part of your story, that they really get some some of the impact that you want to share today. So, as someone who's created this this movement, this thing that's really uh, making a a difference in the lives of so many people. If you could share one piece of advice to someone who has a dream, someone who has a cause, someone who has something they believe in, what would you pass on to someone if you could just tell them one thing? Thanks, Derek, so much. And uh, great, great start. Wow, the one thing um, I would have to say, is it deep-rooted passion? Or a, a deep-rooted passion and stick-to-itiveness. I mean, you got to have the two because your passion has to run so deep that you understand that roots have to go deep so that the tree can become strong. And anytime there's adversity, you start to blow and stuff. That's making your roots stronger. And so with the stick-to-itiveness is you've got to understand that you cannot stop. If this is a passion and this is a goal in your heart, you have to go never stop you're going to have your doubters unfortunately there's doubters you get this really beautiful hype and you start sharing it with the world and you share it with eight people and they're like awesome and then you get to the last two we call those the jokers there's always two jokers in a deck of cards and so as you flip cards we're looking for diamonds unfortunately we flip and those are the jokers those are the jokers that are going to be the ones that say what you can't do that who do you think? What and why are you doing? Bye bye. That's that's. There's a reason we take the jokers out of the deck and put them somewhere else. We, no one knows where the jokers went. We got rid of them. 
So just keep moving, keep going forward. Don't ever stop. Um, if it's in you, then do it. I call it the ragu effect. See, all you really have to do is boil water and put some spaghetti in there. And if it's in you, if the sauce is in you, if all the ingredients is in you to make something delicious, pop the top, baby, pour it over the spaghetti dinner. <laughs> so, so it's that if it's in you, if you have passion, you've got to have stick to itiveness because you're going to have jokers come after you. However, whatever's in you can overcome and you'll have deliciousness. So I, I absolutely love that. And I, I appreciate you, you sharing it because a lot of times I, I talk with people, especially, you know, a lot of our listeners or business owners or people who want to start something. And I think sometimes the best piece of advice I can give people is it needs to be something your, your business, your movement needs to be something that it's worth doing even when the money isn't there. Because mm. if, because we're all going to go through times where it's just not worth it. If you're only in it for the money, there needs to be, like you said, something that's in you. And I think a lot of people chase the money and they kind of forget that there needs to be something more than that to sustain us through those, those dry periods. And right. uh, I love that you really spoke to that because I think the bigger your dream, the more you're going to be tested. Right. And you've, yeah. you've obviously got a, a huge, huge dream and it sounds like you're impacting and I'm going to let you, gonna let you get into this. Lots and lots of people out there, but tell me how this started. Where did this, where did this route take uh, hold for you at first? And how did you kind of get through to where you are now? Wow. Um, wow. So I come from a very large family. I've got a bunch of brothers from the Bay Area. Um, with my two stepbrothers, I have nine brothers. Oh, wow. Okay. And we're very close, very tight. And understanding that I've always wanted a family, I always wanted to be. So I started following my dad as a young boy. And my dad was the president of soccer leagues and baseball leagues and football leagues. And he started his own clubs and he had all these boys. I better get them going soccer, basketball. So he not only did he become a coach, but he became the president of the league. And he grew his audience to um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And I just watched. And I wanted to do something impactful. So I started coaching at a young age. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I, then I had my first son at 20 years old. And I got it. I understood that my dad always just wanted to spend the most time, as much time as possible with his children, especially all of us. My dad never missed any of my games. I have no idea how he did it. Because if I had a game, <laughs> I know on the other side of town, my other brother might have a game too. But anytime I looked over, there was my dad. So I, I, I just, I, I came to this uh, point where I wanted to serve people. I wanted to coach. I wanted to get along. So I started my career in helping Pee Wee League and going up. And then um, from that, um, I, um, I, I just had this dream to become a teacher. So I did. So I've been teaching now for 30 plus years and I'm coaching all these things and I just keep falling into things like now I'm coaching at the Colorado University. Now I'm at the Air Force Academy. Now I'm with the Denver Nuggets. And it's like, th and then all of a sudden it sort of came to a stop and I was like, now what? And my six children. So that was Sean being born. And then my other five were born. And then we had 50 foster kids 
Wow. And so we just started growing and moving and shaking. And, and one of my foster kids, it was uh, the year of 2011. He said, yo, coach, hey, pops, come to a, um assembly with me. Come and check this assembly out with me. I thought it was going to be intriguing. It was the poly, not the poly, it was the Columbine um, program called um, Rachel's Challenge. Awesome program. Dynamic, dynamic um, program for kids to 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 stand up for who they are, stand up and and stand out for who they are. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited for this guy to speak in front of this massive audience of kids. He's gonna do something amazing. <laughs> he he didn't do it. He didn't bring it. Oh man, he didn't captivate them. I was so disappointed. And as I left the building, I heard someone say, "You do it." And no one was there. But because of my walk or my relationship, I knew exactly who it was. Right. right. I said, what? And so I got like an assembly four weeks later and it was like, I hit it so far, Derek, that we didn't go home. We stayed. It was like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 o'clock at night. The kids would not go home. Parents were coming in and people were like, what? And it was all about character, mm-hmm. opening the door, being somebody. I mean, it's it's just been a ride. I knew from that moment on, okay, how many more schools? And so from 2011 to this point, I've been over to 400 schools, hundreds and thousands of students and youth. Um, and we share the SUSO program, stand up, stand out. And so really it came to a voice saying you do it and do it better. So I did. And we do it really good. So it's like a concert. We have so much to compete against Derek. PlayStation five just came out. I know. (laughs) And all these things are happening. How am I going to, what are we, how are we going to captivate them? Yeah. So I've got to be, Oh boy. Let's just use his name. I've got to be the Justin Bieber or, (laughs) <laughs> Taylor Swift of the younger generation, maybe yeah. some hip hop dude for the older. So I've got to try to really make something pop. Thus, the awesome colors in back of me. Who doesn't like those colors? They're delicious, right? They are so electric. It's it when you hear someone call you say you do it. Yep. And then you do it, and the passion blows up in you, and then you have stick to itiveness. It's amazing. Absolutely. Well, and it, it sounds to me like this for you was just you being who you are. And then an opportunity showed up and, and you decided this is something you want to step into. Right. And so obviously you took that opportunity a couple of weeks later, you knock it out of the park. And so the question is you, and I think this happens to people, right? You find things in your life that just hook you. Like I've had a couple of things that like the first time I got on a sailboat, as funny as it is to say, wow, this, you know, in my whole life, I've been on engine boats and out there on the water and I love being on the water, but the sail goes up, there's no noise. And then the boat just starts to take off. And I was just like, so captivated by this. So I kind of know that feeling of when you're like, I know this is, this is the thing for me. So you have that experience, you go out, you engage with the kids, you knock it out of the park. Nobody wants to go home. Where do, you, where do you go from there? How do you take that passion and say, hey, I want to make this more than just like a weekend thing or a side thing? How do I, 
how do I bring this into my life? What was your approach to that? With SUSO, I just decided, you know, what, I need to put something tangible in these students' hands so they feel as if it's something that they lead. Because to to give somebody something and teach them to lead is like taking someone fishing and teaching them to fish. Mm -hmm. Hey, I, I'm hungry. I want fish. Do you know how to fish? No. Well, how right. are you going to eat fish if you don't know how to fish? I was hoping you'd tell me. Perfect. Come on. Let's mm -hmm. go fish. We yep. teach them fish, right? So we took the SUSO show and we broke it into a think program, T-H-I-N-K, think. So Monday, is it true? Tuesday, you see where I'm heading? Monday, mm -hmm. Monday, is it true? Tuesday, is it helpful? Wednesday, is it necessary? Thursday, um, excuse me, Wednesday, is it inspiring? Thursday, is it necessary? Friday, is it kind? And so we broke it up like that. And now every other week or every once a month or whatever it is, they have a SUSO session or a stand-up, stand-out lunchtime gathering where everybody's invited and they go over topics for things that they can discuss anything they want for themselves. And these are all student-led. So we're teaching them how to grow their own network. We're teaching them how to grow their own um, club. Or I would call it community because that's what schools are, communities. Mm -hmm. And we don't want anybody left out. So this isn't this isn't your um, um, just a regular sports. That we, anybody can come to the SUSO stand up, stand out because that's what we are. We need the diversity. We need to understand how do we act in front and how do we do and all the things that are coming nowadays are so visual mm -hmm. and so active with our students that we need to be prepared that, listen, they're growing up way faster than we ever did because of the internets and all the inner, all the things that they could see, yep. hear, smell, and they're growing up faster. But we have to give them tangibles that they can have. There needs to be a, a place where you hand them the um, the car keys and say, listen, it's very important that when you drive this, that you understand that you're the leader of this. Mm -hmm. And the people that are in the car are really relying on you to get from here to there. And so we want them to do the same thing with SUSO, stand up, stand out, be diverse, talk about things that are hard to talk about. Um, blended families, mirror, mirror, which is self-image, cutting, mm -hmm. scars of pain. We have a lot of workbooks that they can work through and go through. And it's just very exciting when they call you and tell you this works. This is so awesome. You know, Thursday, is it necessary? It's our Jolly Rancher Thursday. Everybody's <laughs> excited on Jolly Rancher Thursday because it's just a fun, hey, have a Jolly Rancher. I'm thinking of you. Oh, man, I've gotten four Jolly Ranchers today. From people I don't even know. <laughs> it's That's awesome. Great. So it, it's something tangible, something put in their hands so that they become leaders. Yeah. So break this down for me just a little bit. I'm really intrigued. You know, you're teaching kids all of these skills. Give me maybe an example of one of these ideas you talked about, the workbooks and the exercises. How do you come up with this stuff? How do you look at your audience, your kids and say, hey, what do they need? What, what, what are we missing? What's most important to these kids? Maybe give me a story of like how you came up with one of these that's impactful and how it's working for kids. 
That's good. There was always something in my heart when I was little. I love cartoons. Super character dude. And so we have super character dude. Let's just go back to the foundation. When March hit, we've had to redo things. Sure. When March hit, we went to videos. I was like, I don't want to do videos. I'm a personal guy. You hand me a microphone in front of a thousand preschool kids. <laughs> and the teachers will come up to me and say, there's no way ever that that dude will ever keep a thousand preschool kids attention. Right. It's my gift. When I'm done, they're like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? So you ask that question. It's a gift. So when, when someone hands me a microphone or someone says, Hey, do me a real quick video. It's just there. Hmm. Remember Ragu? Remember yeah. Rago? Remember it's, it's, it's been instilled in me 30 years and all these um, foster children and working at Cal Farley's boys ranch, which is an at risk, the largest at risk ranch in the nation, 380 something, seven year olds to 18 year olds. And my wife and I were house parents. We knew most of them. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it was you as a coach and a teacher, you want to see advancement as a coach and a teacher. You want to see championship rings as a coach and a teacher. You want to see them graduate. Sure. So my goal was way different than a lot of teachers and other people's goals that were like, I need to drill into them and educate them. And some of them passed. Some of them didn't. Hmm. You know what? Every one of my students, I taught AP, I taught biology, science in every ninth grade to senior for 30 years. Yeah. Zero fails. How many? Zero fails. None. Why? Teachers teach. And I teach now teachers how to make it so simple. Yeah. How to make it so that every kid can understand and grow. Do you know that if you hand me a book, with a list of A, B, C, D, E, F, Gs, like fill in the answer, read, mm -hmm. fill in the answer. I'll get a 19. I'll get an <laughs> a, probably lower than that. I can't get it from there to there. But if my teacher sits down, reads, and explains to me and gives me a small visual, done, 100%. Yeah. Why? Why? Because sitting by myself, I got squirrel. I got so many squirrels that when I explained to you, Derek, sitting next to me, dude, would you be quiet? Hey, Derek, I'm not talking. That's the squirrels you hear. <laughs> so well, let me ask, let me ask this. Um, obviously, or I'm assuming teachers don't have time to sit with every single student and you don't have time to sit with every single student. So how do you make that work in a group setting? How do you perfect. reach... I uh, never had a free way. period. Never had a free period. My classroom was always filled. Lunchtime, you could come into the classroom at any time and help. After school, if I'm in the gymnasium because I'm coaching and you wanted to do extra credit, you can come to the gymnasium, hang out. I'll hand you your paper and you can do it. So if I'm going to teach layups every practice during practice warm up and they line up and they do layup drills and they 
pass and we do real fancy stuff, right? And uh-huh. then I got in the NBA expecting something so dramatic. And they did the same thing, Derek. I threw my clipboard into the Pepsi Center bleachers because <laughs> I was very upset that they were lining up to do layups as professionals. It clicked. Teach that way. So if I taught Bontany week three and they were struggling with um, photosynthesis in week five, they can come in for extra credit because they ace that biology part or whatever. They mm-hmm. can retake that test over and over and over and over and then come back to this botany test and retake it over until they get it. Why would I fail you? Gotcha. Well, so you're you got it. You did it. Keep doing that. Oh, we give them one opportunity, one shot. We got to get to the next project. Here we go. Blah, 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 blah. No. Take a deep breath. Let them know you do your best. I understand that there's life. Do you understand that when Sally puts her head down? Be be gentle. Mm-hmm. Because did you know that her mom has stage four cancer? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know because you don't ask, because you don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's the key to way beyond measure. We build relationships. Yeah. So and and so I, I hear this and I see this in the world today, right? So many people are trying to get such leverage that they're skipping the personal relationships, right? They're trying to do mass emails, they're trying to do mass videos. And and there is a place for some of that mass communication. But like you said, to to really have an impact in people's lives. My experience has been that you can't do that mass leverage. There does need to be human connection. You can pass some information, but really the impact is happening when you spend that personal time with people. And it sounds to me like you've uh, you've really figured out how to do that. And what I also hear you saying uh, is that you really focus on people showing up and learning where they're at and just focus on them progressing, but not necessarily pushing them past where they're capable of, because if they skip over things, then that's when people get in over their head and their confidence gets compromised and they give up and they get discouraged. If you can stick with people and help them master the one step before they go to the next step, as long as they're showing up and really working on getting better, you're there for them. Is is that what I'm hearing from you? That's, that's absolutely correct. It's like, you know, somebody once asked um, the the famous, the infamous Kobe Bryant. Uh-huh. He goes, "Dude, I just want to hang out with you for a day." He goes, "Okay, just meet me, meet me at my gym at four o'clock." He goes, "I'm going to be a little bit late. I have to work until four. He goes, "No, in the morning, right? Everything is work." Yeah. If you don't work, you don't succeed. You don't. Every, we're in a fast food society where things just think that we get them handed to us and then we can go do it. So this interview or anytime I speak to thousands of people, people think, oh, my gosh, it's so natural to you. No, it is not. I have to put it on. I have to wear this. I have to put on joy. Uh huh. So. I'm just going to go into a story because I want to, I want you to understand who I am and where I'm at. So I moved to Colorado Springs in 1999 and 
I, I join a, a, a huge church and we have a athletic program that I'm building. I, I started from nothing and I go out for my first football practice and I got struck by lightning. I mean, it wow. went and out my mouth and I'm flatline for 40 seconds. I mean, I'm hurting pain, bad, no good. Yeah. I wake up. I mean, I get back to the school and the next thing I know, I'm in the hospital and I'm thinking, man, I wake up the next day. I am a blessed man. Yeah. Wow. And the interviews and all this stuff started happening. So I think nothing's wrong. I, I lost my hearing. The PTSD became so real, bro. I bet. Like if I felt a raindrop. That year, because of a lack of teaching or coaching or whatever it was, I know we could have done better. We went 0-12 with a losing margin of 88 points. We lost to the deaf and blind. We had to end the game in the third quarter because it was 90-something to nothing, and their scoreboard didn't go any higher. We played the deaf and blind, Derek. Wow. Well, so <laughs> – so April comes and they say, okay, we know that this team sucks. So we're going to call Grace Christian Academy and play them for our homecoming next year. Why? To whoop them. Homecoming. We went on homecoming, right? Hopefully. We made all these phone calls. We accepted. We went 13-0. We won the state title. I was the football head. I was the coach of the year. The same players, I brought in three extra people. Coaches were like, what'd you do? I said, it wasn't me. I said, coaches coach, the players play. And when you can find people that you can instill or you can put things into, mm -hmm. those are your champions. That's what we do. We right. inspire others, period. We want other people to be champions. Yeah. So, for instance, BLF. If you want your financials, if you want things that you are trying to get after, but you're not sure, you got to call Derek. He's a financial <laughs> genius, and he's, he's studied. He has put into do not call way beyond measure for your financial needs. <laughs> call BLF yep. to have them service and help. Call way beyond measure. If you want to learn character development, how to act, how to walk, how to think, how to move, how to open a door for somebody, how to things that pertain to life that are going to grow you characterly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. It's, it's super consistent with what, what we teach uh, big life financial. The reason the company's name that is it's about living a big life. The money part is just, we're here to get the money out of the way so that you can live the life that you want to live, right? It's just one of those things that you can carry around as a weight on your back. And so we're here to help lift that off just like you are. And, and what I love is we teach people that their best investment is in themselves, right? And, and what I hear from you is you're not playing the short game. You're not trying to get people to pass a test today. You're really building the skills and confidence so that people can go out and perform well in the world. And that isn't a short, short-term game, right? Like you said, maybe the first season isn't so good because okay. when you're focused on character, 
that doesn't happen overnight, right? And when I hire employees, I'm not looking at how good are they with spreadsheets? What I'm looking at is who are they as a human being? Are they trustworthy? Are they hardworking? Do they have a growth mindset? I hire for character and then I train for skills. I can train oh, anybody boy. how to do the other That's stuff. That's true. Yes. But what you're teaching takes time. And, and to get to the highest levels, to some extent, it takes a lifetime, right? Of continuing to invest in that character and that growth yeah. and that development. And truly, that's where finance and success that's, financially comes from anyway. You're yeah. just hitting the nail on the head. Listen, I'm 55 years old, Derek, and I still don't put stickers on the back of my car. I'm not going to tell you that I'm a Christian on the back of my car. Right. Oh, gosh, no. I, does that make sense? I'm still growing. I need people like Derek in my life to say, ooh, we need to back up from that. But here's what I do know. Mm-hmm. I will be the first to apologize and let you know that I made a mistake. And that is maturity leadership. Agreed. I mean, being the CEO of Way Beyond Measure and, and, and having a team and, and, and doing what we do. We're in the UK. We do Canada. I mean, we, we, we are growing exponentially. Is that the word? Exponentially, yes. Woo! Good word. <laughs> and, 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 and so when you have that, you've got to surround yourself with people that are like-minded, one, and mm-hmm. two, the ones that are not going to punish you when you do make a small mistake or whatever it is because we all do it but the key is to understand speak it okay forgive it move from it and then just keep moving keep going yep okay remember that your front windshield is bigger than your rear view mirror. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. I went through a training and they talked about how most of us learn from our past, but because of that, we have a tendency to try and drive the car forward while looking in the rear view mirror. Wow. We move forward in life. We're driving based on what happened back there. And like you said, as your character develops new opportunities, the way to interact with the world and using all that information from back there allows you to do a lot better looking out the front mirror. So, so I love that analogy. It's something that, that um, is near and dear to my heart. And I think about all the time because I make mistakes in the past, like you said, and then I get scared, right? I don't want to make that mistake again, or I try and do just the opposite instead of just looking forward and saying, what do I see? What can I take that knowledge and learn from it instead of just saying, Oh, let me do the opposite. Cause I'm only looking back. Um, it's, it's really important to, to continue to, to do that. So love that you guys are doing this. So coach David, you guys are doing really awesome stuff all over the country. So let me ask this, uh, if people want to find out more about what you're doing, get involved, bring it to their schools, share your message, donate money, whatever, whatever it is that they can do to support with you, uh, be in support with you guys and help you to grow the movement that you're growing. How do they do that? Where do they find you? How can they engage? Well, tell me a little about that. That's great. You can go to our website at waybeyondmeasure.com. We're also on every social uh, platform as Way Beyond Measure. Okay. Um, we have rolled out a phenomenal K through fifth grade video series. We had to start somewhere. 
Mm-hmm. So that's where we started. That's a good foundation, right? So preschool, the fifth grade, we have a plethora of videos and curriculum that are up to standard for education for homeschools and for schools themselves, which is the uh, first real virtual base uh, videos that come with curriculum that are standard to schools themselves. So super excited about that. Those are also available for homes. So Christmas is coming up. Just go to waybeyondmeasure.com and click that free. Uh, listen, click the free button first. I'm just saying <laughs> it says free. It says pay here free. Now I might get in trouble from my team, but listen, the free button's there for a reason. Click it. Go watch your shows. Put your kids down. Let me share this story. Someone clicked that button in the UK uh-huh. and called or wrote us and said in this lovely UK accent and just told me, I said, this is for preschoolers, you know, five years old to 11. She goes, she called me up and she sounded, oh, beautiful, Mary Poppins. And she was like, my daughter, who is three, who just turned three, cannot stop watching your videos. They're so alive. They're so fresh. She walks around, stand up, stand out, be (laughs) who you're going to be. And she's walking around and sharing how she's like, is that true? And she'll open the door. It touches my heart to understand that. Someone clicked on that button, waybeyondmeasure.com. There's that free program to just go check it out. Pop your kids in front of it. Watch this program. It's going to help you help them take the trash out. Can I get an amen? Amen. All the parents said. Because (laughs) what we're doing is we're instilling in them excellence. Excellence means I didn't even ask you to do that. High five. Here's a dollar. It happens. Your dad will be so impressed, like, what? Come here, let me check your temperature. And there'll be joy, unspeakable joy. And that's what we do. We show these videos over and over and over and over again. So if I was to ask you, if you have children, how many times have you seen Frozen? A bazillion times, sure. Suso, over and over, because there's a, a pattern of that when you start, you'll see kids walking through at a shopping mall or wherever and a little lady can't reach a shelf and a, and you learn, maybe they learned it from Suso or whatever. It's just a top behavior. So excited. Waybeyondmeasure.com. Click on that free and go take a look. Our other videos are coming out soon for junior high, high school. Our parent teacher program is coming out. Um, and of course, as a nonprofit, we want to come to your community, boys and girls club. Um, we 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 want to talk to your Kiwanis Club, whatever it is. We want to talk to your team, Derek, your BLF team, because um, maybe I can enhance or help them to understand that what they're doing is life. Yes. Everything that we is life, and and when they when you hear Uncle Fun say it, it's like <laughs> wow, right, right. Oh, yeah. But oh yeah, Derek, thank you so much for everything and just believing in what we're doing and really helping us to, to, to get to the next level. I appreciate you very much. Yeah. Thank you for coming and and just sharing what you're up to in the world, the difference you're making. I think when people hear these kinds of stories, they see what's possible 
then we want to go out and do the same thing. Like you said, it's that repetition of seeing, wow, great people, ordinary people, everybody's out there. There are people who are making a difference in the world. And you start to feel like, hey, I want to, I want to be one of those. I want to do more with, with the business we have or with our community or organizations. So I just appreciate you leading the charge and, and really helping people to see what's possible. And so thanks for stopping by, sharing your stories. And you know, for, for everybody who's out there, visit the website, check out the free stuff, probably check out the paid stuff too, because you know, that's how these things continue to grow. And, and we believe in the idea of voting with your dollars. So if you want to support things, spend your money on them and get the best that's out there for you and your family and your loved ones. So thank you very much, Coach David. We really appreciate you being a part of the show. Thank you, Derek. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Big Life Show. If you're a six or seven figure business owner who'd like to be on the show, we'd love to talk about it. Just visit biglifefinancial.com slash guest to get the ball rolling. And if you heard something you loved on the show today, don't be shy about sharing it. And if you do, be sure to use the hashtag smallbusinessbiglife so we can see that you're sharing the love. And heck, if we swoon over your post, we might even pass it on to our many thousands of followers to help share the love and the spotlight with you. Speaking of love, if you like today's show, be sure to hit that subscribe button. You know why? Because then you'll never miss another episode and you can get all the motivation, inspiration, and insights with every new episode. Also, if you want to see everything else we're up to on YouTube, social media, or even in real life, you can always visit us at biglifefinancial.com. Well, that's it for today. My name's Derek Venice, and I want to personally thank you for being a part of the small business big life movement. Now get out there, create more than you consume, love people more than you need to, and believe in magic because yes, it does exist.